as a warm up. Nathaniel, you start. When I was a Dutch woman, I found the cure for loneliness, which was deep inside my bottle of whiskey, which was also empty with no whiskey in it, except for a small little frog named Bob Costas, who hosted the Emmys last week. No awards were handed out because of the COVID. Great. Now we're going to get canceled because we mentioned COVID. <laughs> Can't get canceled. Wait, that's not my turn. <laughs> no, no, I just. Cancel I br- culture is the culture of canceling things. I can't wait for cancel culture to get canceled. <laughs> Can you cancel a cancel culture if the culture that canceled the cancel culture isn't canceled? Oh, my brain hurts. Yes. No. Maybe. I don't know. The possibilities are unending. E- possibilities. Twas brilling in the slithy toad did gyre and jimble in the whip, all nimsy with the bold roads and the mob brats out grave. Beware the jabberwocky, my son. Closet. Okay, you're not allowed to quote the Jabberwocky like that because I can't quote even one word from... Actually, I can quote Jabberwocky. Jabberwocky. It's all coming back to me, said the blind man to his deaf son as he peed in the wind saying, it's all coming back to me. (laughs) That's it. That's great. And that son is how I met your mom. Well, every time someone says, um, um, oh, I see... um, I always think of that and I say the whole thing out and Lotta hates it when I do that because she just always looks at me and she's just like I'm glad I'm glad you can make yourself laugh Aww. <laughs> I'm just like Aww. yeah she's like well that's just because you can't make me oh maybe you no. can no she's probably one of the funniest women I know it's because science she's got humor it's down to a science ching it's because science and, right. science brings us together um, I thought this could be just a fun way to start it just been a long time I'll have a single whiskey I think that's how you order it Uh, just want something to dance to good good morning good evening good afternoon we're definitely not in the club no no oh my gosh I just needed to hear it again. I know. It's been... I just needed to hear it before before it was edited. <laughs> but, yeah. Let's well, start this off by congratulating Nathaniel for doing the sound for not, nay one, but multiple Vigi games. Oh, that's, yeah. I mean, just jumping right into it. We're oh, not, oh, yes. I was not, like, do you not... even remember doing this? Like, we're it, just not, was... we're not, just, we're, yeah, we're not even going to address the fact that we haven't made anything in over a year or <laughs> we probably should. This is kind of like a soft reboot, or is it a hard reboot? I I only do things hard. Depends how much foreplay was involved. You're welcome. That's our podcast. Absolutely. And thank you, thank you for joining us. Uh, <laughs> it was nice being here. Good night. Good night. I go over Jay Leno now. <laughs> Not it, even further back. Tonight was sponsored by Nicorette. No. <laughs> Nicotine. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, I'm I'm Evan, Nathaniel, and David. We're I'd be you. He's probably, all three in one. You, you forgot. You probably all forgot who we Father were. Spirit, son. Um, but yeah, this super exciting. Nathaniel made music for a video game. And, I did. Uh, in the meantime, in the meantime, while we were all doing stuff, literally and, all but one of us did something impressive. You got a house. 
You David, did. what did you do? Nothing. Did you get in trouble again? I, I mean, you got engaged in... What do you mean, again? I've been in trouble. <laughs> just just, con, just my like life consistently, is, a steady stream of trouble. It is literally just probationary did you, trouble. Didn't you get engaged last year? Oh, yeah, that happened too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, so yeah, okay, shut yeah, up. Yeah, we all did mind. something okay. memorable. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, I spent a lot of money. That's. <laughs> well, you know what they say. You gotta spend money to make money, and you spend a lot of money. So you must have made a lot of money, right? Nope. Just keeps <laughs> leeching money. Tip to everybody um, out there who's in a relationship, don't. Period. I mean, I mean, if you look at it that way, like, I didn't buy a house. I'm in debt now, so. <laughs> I mean, but you have an asset to your name, though. Yeah. You're a greater person as the circumstance. Versus I'm just a guy who bought something expensive. I'm just as good as that party <laughs> threw $100,000 into the ocean on a cruise ship. Hear about that? You know what makes me mad? People who have $100,000 and throw it into the ocean instead of using it for something. What, did, you know those he, commercials? Oh, you could only spend $1 a month to save a kid. How, how wait, so kids? wait. Did he do it on purpose? Yes. As he a did, flex, he threw $100,000 into the ocean. In cash? In cash. Why? Yeah. Why? Just to show he has it. Can you uh, give me the... Uh, the name of the gentleman? The, no, no, no. no. Oh. The, can you give me the coordinates of exactly. where he threw it so I can go out and, and, and try to... Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to coordinate my way there and take that cash. I was, I heard about that, and it's one of those things where it, it's kind of like, it's one of those people who, they purposely wreck a, like a really fancy car just to prove that it doesn't mean anything to them. Like, do you remember when, uh, um, Mark, um... Zuckerberg? No, guy who owns the Miami, uh, Heat. Oh. You know, Shark Tank. Yeah. Oh, okay. you mean, you mean, uh, you mean the Dallas, Dallas Mavericks. Mavericks, I'm sorry. I was just like, sorry. Miami Heat. I, I know, I know. know. Who owns the Heat? Uh, when he says Shark Tank, I'm like, oh, you're thinking of the wrong dude. <laughs> he uh, he was interviewed after a game, and he said he like dropped an f bomb, and then afterwards they were just like, oh, you know, uh, like post game interview, they were just like, oh, by the way, you know, you you kind of dropped something in the you know interview, oh, and right, informed that this. you were fined fifteen thousand dollars, and he's like, oh, and then she was just like, but it's going to a good cause, it's going to such and such charity, and he's like, so if I swear again, I lose another fifteen thousand, it's like that. And it was like, like f it, f it. So it's like wow. So wow, he could just drop fifteen grand f bombs like no one's bit, and it's like fine. But like that, it's like I, I like it's there's a moral. At least it's going it. somewhere. Yeah, good. and it's doing something. It's like right, it's going to one you... of those bureaucracies where it just like gets spread around. And they just claim that it's for five dollars goes to the charity. No, yeah, I, it probably was a good charity. But no, Kodak Black decided I want to drop a hundred thousand dollars into oh, the Pacific Kodak. Ocean. Of course, it was Kodak Black. I mean, when you're named after a camera and a color, are you really that smart? I'm just saying. Oh gosh, there's this really great YouTube video about Kodak Black. They just like stitch him saying the same thing over and over, and it's the most <laughs> awkward thing. Uh, I be living in the moment. You be living in the moment. I be living in the moment. Yeah. Really. You stupid. made music for a video game. You've said that five times already, but we've not talked about it. I'm appalled. Keep saying it. I like how it sounds. I'm appalled, impressed, and fascinated all at the same time. Yeah, so I participated in a game jam. This one was the GMTK, Game Maker's Toolkit. Uh, So basically, you you, uh, coordinate with teams of random people. I mean, it could be people you know, but they, like, constructed the software where you could basically go and, depending on the roles that were needed, uh, you apply and... People, if they want you on their team, they're like, you know, every like process is different. I got into a team like pretty easily because um, they their application process was, can you make music? Yes. Okay. You're on the team. <laughs> so, so yeah, we had 48 hours. 
Um, you could use any of that time. Like, you know, if you wanted to sleep for 40 hours and only work on the game for eight hours, you could do that. Um, but we made like a really simple game. I did the music and the sound effects, a little bit of the level design. Uh, and while, while I was chatting with like a few other game devs on Discord, uh, there's this girl who had a really cute game. I gotta be careful here because if someone on my team hears this, then I might be canceled. But, uh, so yeah, I just made a single song for her game and one sound effect. So I technically was on two teams. Uh, oh, and man. yeah, both of the demos got published on itch.io, which is a super indie website. But you're published, bro. Yes. There's no, no, something... no. My, my point is that there's no like AAA games on there because it's like, no, but there's actual video games on here and not like big budget. That's what I'm Money saying. spends. That's like it's better than being on like New York Times next like next bestseller because you have because everyone is you have morons who couldn't write a book in their life and they just plastered their face in the front and somehow it's a New York Times bestseller. But your stuff's published. Your your effort is out there, physically available. Yes. You so know the last thing I published that's physically available. Your obituary. I don't have anything that's physically nothing zero negative. At all. Thank you, sir. Cheers. Cheers. Seinfeld. <laughs> On that topic. Dude, I'm like, it's so hot in here. I'm like dying. It's a little warm. I, uh, yeah. So we have the fan pointed out of the room in a vain attempt to draw the hot air out, but I didn't pay attention to the thermodynamics, so I don't think it's working. So no. we're going to spin this right round, baby, right round. And what's the best method? That That's fine. Just like the wall a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's best. Yeah, maybe pull in the and I'm gonna switch out of this chair because it's really creaky. But I like that. It has like haunted house vibes though. Okay, now it's not doing it. All right. <laughs> All right let's so get back on track. So yeah, I worked on two games. Uh, the name of the games are The Fall. It has like a little cool, or like a little cute fox that you pair controls to, like three different keys so you have like a combination of moves and stuff the other one uh i didn't vote for this name but it's called stuck balls so <laughs> that is a thing you can play both those games at news.io just search them and if they have the gmtk tag you'll be able to just download and play them or play them in the browser that's fantastic i'm i'm very both proud and honored and impressed to know somebody who actually like how, so it took 48 hours in its totality, or how much time did you actually spend putting together the sound? Did, you, did it oh, take a Oh, how much time did I, like... Yeah. A few hours, I mean, maybe... What a flex. <laughs> I was like, given 48. <laughs> it took me a few hours. <laughs> so one of the songs I mostly had pre-prepared. Pre mm -hmm. um, prepared. You know, Is it pre-prepared? Pre <laughs> so it's before... Like, so I had it prepared. I just like made a few tweaks and stuff and made sure it nooped. It looped nicely. It nooped. Um, it nicely. nooped. It nooped nicely. And uh, <laughs> the other ones I made from scratch. Um, all done in FL Studio. And I I want to say on the first game I spent probably four hours might be a little bit generous, but I think I spent about four hours. Wow. Uh, and then on the other one I just spent about an hour just tweaking the song. Um, You'd be surprised how fast you can make music when you're inspired. Like, I was gonna say, you like, in the circumstance, I would have just been like, uh, well, like, when you were given the task, did you have any sort of creative tools 
to like gauge what type of music like what was your creative process on that yeah so our creative process was uh well it was three of us on the main team that i was part of Mm -hmm. uh there was a coder there was a artist and there was me who you know music and sound uh we basically just talked uh the main coder guy kind of led us because he has you know the most control over coding and programming and all that stuff Mm -hmm. uh so he kind of is the one who knows what can be realized within the game um so he kind of was a team leader and i mean basically we just shot ideas around until we came up with a workable idea and we talked a bit about the music but i I had quite a bit of control over what i wanted it to sound like Mm -hmm. and i just came up with a few ideas and we settled on you know what we settled on Mm -hmm. it was just kind of like what is the team like what do we think would match the game well do you feel like in the process you were given enough control over like the genre of music did you have the one that you already had in mind that you were familiar with that you were like you know what this is this feels like this type of music like where in the process did you kind of find the not the like the heart of what music to use but did you know like innately what type of music to kind of assign to these so yeah like you mean like did I find the heart of darkness is what you're trying to yeah so (laughs) I, I basically I waited for them to make art Mm -hmm. Uh, Because it was kind of like, you know, like sketches that you have in a notebook type Mm of art uh, scribbled in like blue pen. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I saw that is I kind of got the sound for it. It's kind of like, you know, like electronic bells or something like that Mm -hmm. with a little bit of like electronic kick and all that. Um, Yeah, I just I think it goes really well. You guys can listen to it at some point. Absolutely. Um, But yeah, welcome to my TED talk. Thanks for the interview, David. Thank you. I I appreciate that. that. (laughs) I like how it just started out, like, just immediately, just, all right, we're just doing this interview. Sorry. Hey, you know what? Hey, like, we, could, we could put it, like, at a certain part in the podcast. You're next. It doesn't have to be the beginning. <laughs> nah, that's okay. I don't mind. You were next. At what point did you realize that you were a homeowner? When you signed it? Or when you were inside the house? Um, I don't know. I mean, it sounds cliche, but I don't know. I feel like there's still some times where I, it hasn't really hit yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels more, I feel more like a homeowner when I have to like fix stuff around the house and, you know, when I have to, you know, fill in cracks, re, re-soil the, regrade the soil around the foundation and stuff like that. And if, you know, I feel like, okay, I'm doing housework. This is my house. I got to do this and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Sometimes I'm walking down the stairs and I'm like, this is my house. It's weird. It doesn't feel normal, but, uh, anyway. Yeah. So for a little context, uh, my wife and I, we moved to Cleveland Ohio, mm-hmm. and uh, we bought a house for a fraction of what it's a house would be worth in San Diego because we unbelievably high out here and it keeps it's, climbing. It's, it's impossible. It's, yeah, we we wanted to buy a house, but we knew we couldn't do it in San Diego uh, for for a reasonable price. So we mm-hmm. yeah we my wife got a job out there where she gets paid more and um and you know our money goes further out there and um so because yeah for like example how much there was that one time you got your mustang you had to get your mustang registered yeah that but you weren't driving it so it was like so how much did you have to pay for that registration gosh probably two like close to three hundred dollars right okay like two like two or three hundred dollars right yeah at least yeah uh but you weren't even driving how much did you have to pay for registration on the car that you are driving though the focus yeah that one's also like 250 ish 250 okay. 280 you know roughly? how much it, you know how much it costs to register both our cars i have no both, our fiesta and and the focus that we got hmm. uh like 160 bucks together god unfreaking believable yeah it's like 80 bucks 
like 80 bucks to register your car in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And it's funny you say that because Sabrina just got her registration to do in the mail, and I like her and I were just like kind of sitting because she was and she had a she had a very valid question. She was like, "I understand like insurance has a lot to do with this. What is registration for?" And it was a very apt question, and I just kind of told her outright, "It's kind of like borrowing a book from a library. You need to put your name on something so they know who has what." And then she's like, "Okay," and then she pulled out the registration, and she's like, "But there's all these fees on here." And I never really looked at registrations here in California until I actually looked at it just then. There's so many additional weird, stupid fees tacked into these registrations that it doesn't really make sense why it would be included there versus it being included into the tax of buying the car initially. Because people who have different cars, they're going to have different cars, but it doesn't, like, I don't understand why it is these get so many more fees innately versus other states. And I know it's California, so it's, you know, it's California, but yeah, it's just, it impresses me how much effort they go into to create things that don't need to exist in financial form and taxes for things that don't make sense. Well, remember, bureaucracy equals tax on tax on tax on tax on tax. And who wouldn't want that? Nobody. (laughs) Anybody who has sense of financial purpose does not want tax. Yeah. Speaking of, what's your property tax on your house? Um, I don't know because we haven't gotten there yet because you mm-hmm. pay property taxes at the, at the end of the year. I think there was something mm-hmm. on there that said how much we, we, we're we going to have to pay at the end of the year or we're going to have to evaluate that once mm-hmm. we, we have to count our assets and everything. But mm-hmm. right now, um, our mortgage with with our mortgage insurance on top of it, mm-hmm. we're paying like 1000 a month <laughs> for a mortgage. <laughs> it's like without it, without the insurance, it's like 900 something. Wow. Yeah. But we're paying. We we're, and we're but we're paying. We're trying to pay off the car, the Focus, mm-hmm. um, off at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So we're putting extra money in, into that a month. So that hopefully by the, by the end of the year we have the car paid off, and then next year we can go super aggressive into the mortgage and mm-hmm. try to pay it pay more off of, pay smart. more of it off, so that we can pay it off, you know, in you know four or five years rather than you know fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. Now try to find a studio. In San Diego, Seriously. renting a studio for nine hundred a month. Try, we, try to find that. Impossible. Well, no. Um. Uh, uh, and then Doug and his girlfriend, uh, they 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 just moved out there, and yeah. they're renting a house for fifteen hundred. Who's out there? What? What's out there? Where? Like where? Um. They're actually in a in a nice area, uh, like a two bed, uh, uh, not two bedroom, a, a two story house with a basement, one car garage. Wait, wait, where? Uh, it's it's a it's like a neighborhood Parma. It's a neighborhood in Cleveland. Oh, they're they're in Cleveland now. Yeah, they moved. Yeah, what? I yeah. didn't hear about this. Yeah, they they drove out on the uh, they drove out like at the end of June and then they wow. got and then they it got was there. Super, for them. It, yeah, it was super quick because I know that with Jen being a teacher, she has a very narrow window to leave the district she's in to get into that uh, one before summer ends. There was also there, there was also some stuff yeah. at home that I'm not going to indulge, mm-hmm. but that she she had a reason to leave mm-hmm. and then doug he's been he's been wanting to get out for a while just yeah. because he they both have been saving up a lot of money to buy a house but they also were like se- they were both saving up separately mm-hmm. but then they were like well we can't really do that in san diego and we don't know if we're even going to want to be here for the next like 10 15 years so mm-hmm. you know, let's pull pull our money together in in a way let's you know let's join forces and move out to cleveland <laughs> 
And so right now they're leasing a house right now. Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred a month. Two story house. Yep. I'm paying fifteen with, hundred. With central hair central hair. Central, central hair. Central hair. Central, nice. uh, central air and heat. Um, they had to pay for their appliances, like their stove and fridge and stuff like that, but But still, like even then. It's that's really a drop in the hat compared it, yeah, to it's really God. Yeah, it just it's kind of and it's yeah, and it's a really it's a really nice area. The house is really nice. They, the one thing that they kind of got screwed over with is the the landlords didn't clean it as well and there was you could tell that the previous occupants smoked a lot, so like a lot of the walls were cut so they spent a lot of time cleaning and everything, but mm-hmm. um I'm smoking these meats. However, yeah. however, I think that um but they're happy where they're at and they I think they're they're looking forward to like, you know, working and saving up and saving yeah. up some more and then potentially looking for um the only problem is the you know the price of living is dropped but so is the pay yeah um so if you can if you can live with the pay cut with whatever job that you're doing um it's it's worth it honestly um but let's be honest he really just moved out there so it could be closer to you we all know honestly oh, honestly yeah it was it, it's funny because it was weird because the first night he was there the first like day they got there mm-hmm. and we were just hanging out like showing him the house having some having some beers and i just kind of stopped and he was just talking and i was just like dude i can't believe you're here i know <laughs> like it doesn't like it hasn't registered and like you're here here you're not yeah. like visiting like you're yeah. here and this is going to be like a normal thing now like yeah. that's that's really weird you're gonna live here you're gonna die here you're gonna be buried here i don't know but maybe yeah i like but, the idea of us dying here right get uh, our plots next lotta together. definitely does not want to die here she wants, yes i she, didn't know about that she's like she's like, i don't i don't want to be here for forever and ever amen she we we our, our plan is to to pay off the house soon mm-hmm. and then and then you know sell it and then have and then use that money to buy a house in germany somewhere mm-hmm. that's the long-term plan so whether that's five six seven years from now i don't know however long it takes us to buy off the house but mm-hmm. sounds a lot, like- a lot of just hates being in debt so she just wants oh, to yeah. she just wants to pay off things as quickly as possible so that's why we're paying off the car first right, and then right. and then we're going to go super aggressive into the the mortgage next year and um mm-hmm. but yeah so that's that's just a little yeah very exciting congrats both of you yeah, it's, it's, it's congrats, amazing. And, and congrats to you i just bought something expensive that's it. Like, what'd you buy it's just a <laughs> ring with a carbonized piece of uh it's not just a ring, it means something, Stone and you know it. Yeah. Tell us a little yeah. bit about that. So, it, like, not to, not to David's troll bridge, but <laughs> as many people know, and I've, as I've mentioned before, I don't have the best relationship with my brothers. Um, I made the mistake. Well, let me write that down. A while. Doesn't have best relationship with brothers, <laughs> so you can't use it like as a reason. You're making notes. <laughs> That's right. He doesn't like camp settlements. No. Uh, so... I, a while back, had an idea of what I wanted to do to propose to Sabrina. I wanted to go to a little quaint uh, town called Solvang out here in California, a little Dutch town, and I I had the idea of going out there for a weekend and then proposing to her there. I made the mistake of sharing that with one of my brothers, and uh, he uh, really, really liked that idea, so he did it. And so I uh, quickly had to go back to square one on how I was going to do that. Which luckily, I was the initial idea was just recreate our first date. Uh, our first date was we went and got pizza at my favorite pizza place, uh, which is Nicolosti's, and then we went to Boomers, to where I obliterated her in mini golf. 
so the idea was I was going to do that and then have her parents and my parents meet us on the final hole. And then when she puts it in, instead of pulling the ball out for her, I would pull out the ring machine. Oh yeah. Uh, she got mow them all down. Yeah. You will marry me. I think Sandy hook was something. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Oh, that's a, left jab you want to hear a really great joke i heard no. yes we will potentially <laughs> i'd love the opposite i'll route. give it a space so we, we could can always edit cut it out. out so S- S- sandy hook was terrible you know a lot of a lot of kids died and needless to say i think that them dying though wasn't the worst thing that happened to those kids i don't know if you were if you know this so they did they did some investigations into it the kids they did. They all they wanted were books. They didn't have books. They got magazines instead. I think. I think that. And back to the story. I. I've, so. So you. you so basically, to, the child was half full. Yeah. Of bullets. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Kind of like the glass. You know. They they have plenty of iron in their blood now. Uh, Jokes are funny. We're gonna have to explain them. <laughs> so you see a gun is made out of basically it's actually like a meat infuser except you can do it from anywhere <laughs> all right get back to your lovey-dovey story all this right. is and break so you can cut this out so uh, we're keeping that in no uh, all right so you're gonna get all that hate i hope that. so i'm not I hope so let so. me write this down the world will know how awful david is and that he forced me to say that <laughs> forced forced us to keep that in yep so I couldn't do that because um, with COVID and everything at the time, Boomers closed permanently, the one I took her to. And then Nicolosi's, the place in which we went, uh, their location was closing temporarily as well. And so I, I, there was no way I could have done that. But our second date, uh, when it was around Christmas time, so what I did for that date was we went to my other favorite Mexican place, Hacienda, uh, and then we went looked at Christmas lights, and then we drove to the top of a mountain over here called Mount Helix and uh, just kind of looked at all the lights and stuff like that after hours. So I figured, hey, why don't I do that again, except in in pseudo-reverse order. Um, So she's blonde, for context. I convinced her that a friend of mine was telling me about a phenomenon because he and and Sabrina and I were out kind of looking at cool naturey things we went to like the tide pools a couple weeks beforehand uh you know we went to uh, little hoya coves uh, that long cave that stretches into the sea if you've never been there it's super cool um so i was just like hey preston was telling me about this thing that you can see on this specific day it's called a green sunset and it only happens like one or two nights out of the year where when you watch it the sunset turns green for a moment and then disappears uh-huh. and she took it full you know, full heartedly. And the reason I told her this was because I wanted to record me proposing to her and I needed her not to be suspicious while I was bringing a camcorder and a tripod and all this other stuff. So I needed to be convincing. So she was like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we can go up there. Uh, Preston's working, so he can't see it, but he recommended us go and find a good spot to do. And I was like, oh, we can go to Hacienda and then go uh, see the green sunset. So I actually had to work that day. So I ended up being in reverse order. We ended up going to the uh, Helix first and then going uh, afterwards Hacienda um, but got the camera set up made it look like I was pointing towards the sunset which I had I did point it towards the sunset and then just took a brief moment to distract her by pointing something else out so she could turn around and that's when I proposed to her so made it very easy she said no no I'm kidding 
<laughs> no, so I asked her again. So I asked her again, and then she reluctantly said yes, no. And how did uh, that make you feel? Uh, like the happiest man the, in the world. The weirdest feeling of it was I didn't feel... I felt nervous, for sure. I didn't feel... I didn't feel a thing. I didn't feel <laughs> like I had to question it, you know? I kind of knew she would say yes, but I didn't... In my heart, I didn't want to be disappointed, but at the same mm. time, I kind of felt like... I knew her and she knew me enough to where we wanted to be inseparable. Is this from Gurren Logan? My friend drew that as a sticker. It glows in the dark. Drew actually. that? Drew that? That's impressive. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> I didn't mean to totally. I was just. I, just I mean, saw to that, be I fair, like, it's a great sticker. I just saw that. I was just like, is this Gurren Logan? <laughs> anyway, so he legit so, drew that? Yeah. Wow. He's a comic artist. Damn, that's impressive. You know some fucking great people, bro. Right, yeah. you know so many creative people. Like, what's yeah, it, what's it like? Know, right? As a non-creative person, right? As 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 don't as, lie to me. Both as, of you are super creative. Maybe not like name one drawing thing something. I've done creative. You come up with really the crazy and weird way to weird ways to tell stories. The entire day, you've it's been saying some weird creative crap, and I love it. It's, it's like the shit that happens to me, though. Man, meth is a hell of a drug, man. Like I, <laughs> method acting. Ah. Okay. Anyway, so your f- feelings. So ketamine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it was like one of those things where I, did, I didn't really feel pressure. That's not the right word. I didn't feel like there was anything to be concerned about. And it's, a, it's an odd sensation for me because I'm a pretty naturally anxious person. And I don't, like, in situations where a lot's relying on me or I'm relying on other people, I, I get very, like... Like I can't, I can't describe it in words, but other, like, it's like a moment where you're halfway through waiting in a line at Disneyland, and you realize you don't want to ride the ride. If that makes sense. You're kind of like, I'm That's a here. Good illustration. I'm here. I'm wanting to do something, but the fact that the people around me are more in control of the situation than I am, and it's not even like a control thing. It's more like the the situational awareness of stuff, I guess. But but anyway, so it, like having that moment where I was like. I'm going to propose to her because I want to spend the rest of my life with her. It was like a weird moment because it was like a, like you could probably attest to this. It, there's like almost a, a sensation of understanding. Like you, you knew this was going to happen and you knew that things are going to work out. And so you yeah. didn't question any other options or any other, yeah. other I mean, when, outcomes. You know? I mean, yeah, but the, the, cause the thing was, we, we had talked about it ahead of time. Like we went mm-hmm. into the relationship going, we're, do, we're, we're, we're dating and we're, we're getting into this long distance relationship to see if we can be married to each other. Like mm-hmm. we're not, we're in this for the long game, not for the, not for the playing around to see if it works. Cause you don't play around in a long distance relationship like no. that for, for two years just to like, just for fun. Cause it's, you're miserable half the time. Um, but I, man, but I will say when I proposed, it wasn't, I guess I was more like, I wasn't nervous because I was nervous she would say no because kind of in a similar way it's like when you talk about something like that with someone for that long mm-hmm. you know you're kind of, you're you're confident enough to know that they would you, right. you know what I mean because yeah, you you've invested so you've much. invested so much time you both mm-hmm. it, you know it's something that you both want mm-hmm. so intentional it's like, investment yeah it, yeah it's the intentional investment behind it so it's just we you both know that this is the direction it was going so you guys mm-hmm. can you got it's just the natural step you know that you need to take to get to that next but i think because i because i wasn't nervous 
at all but then the moment i knew that she was like down the street and i was waiting for her like that then i started getting nervous which was weird because i because yeah, it was the same situation like i knew she was gonna say yes but um and, and again i mean that totally and not in a non like like um yeah narcissistic way like i knew she would say yes look at me i'm a, I'm a <laughs> specimen no it's just um but part of part of me was nervous because um i asked her in german and i was mm. and i was worried that i would butcher it and and you know but um but then in the end you know it didn't matter because she it was just more like I think she, in the end, I think she just appreciated the effort more than anything, and mm-hmm. um, so I don't know. I think, and it it was similar to um, I had a similar feeling on on our wedding in August mm-hmm. that everyone went to because by that time we were already legally married and we had right. been living together and being mm-hmm. married for <laughs> we were married for uh, like like five six months already at that mm-hmm. time. So it was already kind of like you know what yeah yeah whatever. And people were like, "Oh, are you gonna cry when she walks down the aisle?" And I was like, "I don't think so." <laughs> I, I, no, and like I genuinely didn't think I would because I'm I'm usually not someone who I've never happy cried in mm-hmm. my life. Like, like never. I had never been so happy that I've been brought to tears. Mm-hmm. And when, and then like the like minutes before she was about to walk down the aisle, and everyone started, you know, taking their seats. Like you guys are both there. I was a yeah. nervous wreck. Yeah, like I was, were. I was shaking, and I'm like, "Why is this happening?" Like, Dude, it was beautiful. I, there was multiple times I saw Doug just be like, right. "It's like, you okay, man?" Yeah. And I'm just like, "No." <laughs> and no, then, I mean yes. Which yeah. is odd because Evan, as a person, both in present and just in general, is a very poised person. He, like, I think you can attest to this too. Is he? He doesn't seem like a person who isn't in control of how he feels at any given point. You know what I mean? He seems like a guy who he knows his emotions, he knows his his understanding and his mentality of things. He doesn't seem like a guy who's like, oh, you know, somebody cuts you off, you're going to be pissed the rest of the day kind of person. You're going to be like angry in the moment, back to normal kind of thing. I think the word you're looking for is genuine. Thank you. That's you. (laughs) I would agree with that. I mean, I definitely, um, I can definitely think of times where like something bugs me and it kind of, I, because the thing is though, I will say there are times where like something will happen and it won't be someone cuts me off in traffic. I usually forget about that kind of stuff, but right. But you know, if something happens and if I hear someone say something about me or whatever, or if I found out that someone at work said something behind my back or whatever, then Mm -hmm. that kind of sticks in my head because it's just more of like, you know, why didn't they feel like they could come to me? And it's just, and it's just more like, it goes like around in my head and like mm-hmm. I don't share it and mm-hmm. then well you have a mutual understanding of honor and that's the thing is like in that sense you're more honorable than the per- you know the person and I think that's what gets you upset is it and it isn't the statements it's the fact that you yourself are such a you know respect and honor driven person that the fact somebody wouldn't do that to you makes you upset to that point I think that's really oh. where you're driven in those cases yeah, okay. You I, know, can, I can see that. Because that I, you know, you've talked to me in the past about personal stuff where you're you're just like, this is what's going on, and it's like, you know, I can tell it's eating you up, and it's not because of what's going on. It's just because you're driven by the emotion of understanding, respect, honor. You know, you know the the core values like many of us don't have. You know, so yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. So it's just kind of um, 
So I yeah I would say that it was to to answer your question to you know to bring it back <laughs> to your original question Jesus to finally fold the burrito up to, to finally wrap up the burrito, um, <laughs> it was it was um, there were nerves but I wasn't nervous mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah you know what I mean there no. was like there was like a giddiness but it wasn't it wasn't I wasn't anxious yeah I, like that's like the best way to put it I like guess. sharing a good secret yeah yeah. Yeah, it's like anytime, like anytime I'm with you guys, like mm-hmm. for for D and D, like I want to tell you everything I have <laughs> planned, but like I can't, and it like it's like drives me insane. Right. That's why I like I have friends, um, I have other friends on Discord and stuff that are DMs and that mm-hmm. I talk to about all this stuff, and they're just like, and like I have uh, my friend um, Noah who lives, you, you remember Noah, I remember right? Noah, yeah. of course. Yeah, he lives in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. He's he is one of my biggest. Uh, guys that I talk to on Discord, we we meet up like once or twice a month and just have a DM like workshop, creative meeting. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, we have a creators meeting where we both just sit down and we just share ideas back and forth. Like, here's what I'm doing in my campaign. What are you doing in your campaign? And we just go back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. And don't tell me that's not creative. DMing, dude, you're literally creating a whole world and story. It's immense. And like, I'm also writing a book based off of the campaign. There you so go. See and like. That's, Which that meant that was supposed to be a secret for you guys, but I but it spilled, and I was just like, I, I got to tell and you. And now it's on oh. a podcast. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm writing a book. Whatever. <laughs> Jeez, both of you are like, I've sat down and tried to type out more than a page or two of a novel, and then like halfway through, I'm just like, I'll reread it. I'm just like, God, I'm bored. And I haven't even written the rest of this book. What the. F- and I just well, the, I mean, well, the problem the problem with that the problem with that, and I I found this too was. Um, don't like I my problem was I started out with just writing the book but in reality it's like you 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 type out the story as as a as kind of like is like points basically mm-hmm. and then outline you, out as an outline mm-hmm. and then you add to it and then you add to it and then it becomes the book mm-hmm. that's what I've been doing because it's like when I asked for you I also asked for Leah's campaign notes mm-hmm. that's what I was doing I, I was using your notes to like make points in the story chronologically so I could make an outline for it. And mm-hmm. I have like a full outline for it so far and like the campaign so far. Um, and then also just as the DM, I also know a lot of things that you guys don't know. Right. So I'm filling in the cracks from like, what are the big bad guys doing while you guys are here doing this? Mm-hmm. And you guys have no idea. Mm-hmm. It's like, are they watching you this whole time? Are they? So it's like, hopefully, you know, if I can get this, you know, if I can fin- if I can have it finished slightly after like the campaign ends, which whenever that will be, um, <laughs> then like, full score then, seven years then, ago. Then yeah. I like kind of make it in a way where it's like it's almost like each chapter or every other chapter is recapping a session. Yeah, and then you guys will read through and be like, oh yeah, I remember that, mm-hmm. and then it'll have different details from the DM's perspective where you're like, oh, I didn't know that that person was there that whole time. And it's just kind of more of a, just kind of a, yeah. So I just, it, it'd be. It's going to be awesome to read. Cause it's like, I already know. <laughs> it's, my... it's basically the campaign with, with it, like the director's cut. Yeah. Like director's commentary. Yeah. That's, that would, that's the big, the biggest equivalent I can. And you're, you're making the Schneider cut out of our campaign. No, don't say that. No, no, no. <laughs> well, good segue. Absolutely. <laughs> Great segue. But yeah, so this is just, we're just kind of doing a, a very brief recap to just our lives and what we've been doing and what we've been 
getting involved with. Um, mm-hmm. This isn't really an episode with a nerd topic. It's just more about like what's been going on in our lives. Even though we did talk about video games in D and D, absolutely. Which and it's I mean just in its own way just kind of shows that like we've never stopped being nerds. nerding out. <laughs> oh, oh kill me now. Even yeah, I mean like we've been gone over a year, so it's been a while. It's, it's been, been a while. while. It's been a while. Where are they now? Well, we're back where we started in a we're, room. We're literally, say, yeah. literally nothing's changed. We're still sweating. <laughs> still in a room. Still, uh, still, still sweating mic. profusely. That's why I'm wearing a tank top. I've, I've, See, I've, you were smart. I'm, I'm wearing developed. like you're I'm wearing, wearing you're winter wearing wear. Sweats, a black tee. Like you're. Oh, God, I'm you're, melting. God, you're an idiot. Yeah, I am. Friends. Yeah. Wait a minute. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're gonna be bringing more content to you guys. We. We we miss doing this, and absolutely, we're we're definitely gonna try to make it more of an effort to do this more. Um, I know I feel like we said that Multiple last times. time, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, but we mean it this time, uh, and uh, yeah. So you can catch us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, Podbean, Spotify, uh, pretty pretty much any of the main places you can find. Seven Eleven TV. Uh, Seven Eleven. Um, we might as my someone. Mainly, my mom told me we should make a TikTok. I don't know how that. Dude, would Dude, actually, I think we could make some really funny content. It just kind of, and it'd be kind of fun to have like behind the scenes stuff and like editing, editing podcasts and going like what goes into yeah, and just kind of. And if one of us dies, we can make a hologram. Yo. With technology, can, can that be me? Why? Why well, would you want to be? Because I'll always be with you. He wants to die first. That's what he's saying. You know, I mean, it's like the dad doesn't want to see his children. I mean, the thing is, though, you, are, I mean, is though, you are the oldest. So statistically, chances are, wow. yeah. chances are, you're the one to go. Wow, first. what? I'm not being. It's a, true. I don't. I hope I'm not. I hope I'm the first. I don't want to. Oh lose wow, one you, of you guys. I don't want to lose one of you guys. I don't want to be around to lo- to be. How selfish? How selfish? You <laughs> should selfish. be the one I'm suffering the most. I'm sorry. I. You know what? I, I hear people say it's like I want to live to be like 100 years old, and I'm like, have you Dude, seen 80? Yeah, it's. Like no. I, I work with I work with people who are over a hundred. For yeah. me, it's not so much no. like being like you know the moment potentially <laughs> potentially crippled and stuff. It's like how many people you have to lose. No, the moment I get back yeah. to diapers, it just I'm done. I don't want to. Crunch me, me, Captain. <laughs> I want to be made into Captain Crunch cereal. Oh. Just blend my ashes in there. Oh wow! It's like you know how you have those boxes with the potential of having like a prize in there. No. Oh, I was about you to say. Want, you want to be the prize? I want to be the prize, and it's infused in the cereal. Oh, God. Anyway. Anyway. I want to be made into one of those Walmart find a gem rocks. Just make the clay around it me. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh. That's all for this episode. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.